Hello and welcome. It's the chat. I am Manny. My guest is Nigeria's number one spy. Yes, for many years, he was in charge of intelligence and the secret service. Now he's 80. Chief Albert Korubo Horsfall is a retired Nigerian police officer, high-ranking intelligence officer, a lawyer, pioneer member of the National Security Organization, the first Director General of the National Intelligence Agency, fifth Director General of the State Security Service, and the pioneer chairman of the now-defunct Oil Mineral Producing Area Development Commission, OMPADEC. Born in the early 40s in Buguma River State into a family of 11, Albert completed his primary education in St. Michael's School and then attended Christ School of Buguma River State. Shortly after high school at the age of 17, he joined the Nigerian police force and became a cadet in 1965. Upon completion of his training, he graduated with the rank of Assistant Superintendent of Police ASP. Until 1972, Albert was a member of the Special Branch of the Nigeria Police Force, an intelligence unit, until it was scrapped due to the creation of the NSO, at this time an Assistant Commissioner of Police. Within this period, he felt the need to undertake a law degree with the blessing of Umar Shinkafi, NSO's Director General at the time. He embarked on his dream to study law. He eventually became the NSO's second deputy general in 1984 and held this position till the NSO was dissolved in 1986 following a reorganization of the service under Decree 19 of 1986 and a fallout of the failed Umar Diko kidnap in England while in exile. The security services were broken down into three agencies, giving birth to the state security services, the National Intelligence Agency and the Defense Intelligence Agency and Albert became the first Director General of the NIA, a position held until 1990 and left the service in 1992. In 1993, he became the first Chairman of OMPADEC, a commission established to bring the needed development to the oil-producing Niger Delta region. He left this position in 1996, three years after. He is now in full retirement. For his contribution to national development, he was awarded the National Honor of Order of the Federal Republic OFR, and in his hometown, he is the Seguro of Calabari. Chief Albert has been married to Mrs. Henrietta Hosfall since 1972, and that union is blessed with children and grandchildren. Welcome to the program, Chief. Thank you. How does it feel being 80? Quite frankly, if you'd ask me, I'll feel like um, I'm just 25. Well, that's good enough. Yes. Can you do um, what a 25-year-old does? Yes. Exactly. But at 80, I think I feel accomplished. First, I thank the Lord God Almighty for giving me so many years on earth. Um, some people are here just for a few months. 
some for a few days, lucky ones for longer. But I counted one until 80, and I feel truly great. And, and, and on top of this, this would be your 80th Christmas. Yes. You're born in December 22. 22, three days before Christmas. Wow. <laughs> Shall we say happy birthday straight away? Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Right. One intriguing thing about you is that you joined the police at the age of 17. Correct. How yes. come? How did that happen? Well, it was an accident, actually. I wasn't intending to join the police. I didn't even know the police were recruiting on that day. Well, at least you knew the police existed. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> the Central Police Station, Port Harcourt, is on the way to the post office. And I went to the post office to post a letter. It was a letter of application to some department of forgotten exactly what I think um, the produce department at that time. And on my way back from the post office, I took the road through the central police station. And when I got uh, opposite this station, I noticed that there were a crowd inside the police uh, barracks. So I asked somebody, what were they doing there? And he said, oh, they are recruiting some new policemen. And I said, why not? A uh, young job seeker. So <laughs> I went they had shut the gates, but when they saw me, somebody beckoned onto them and they opened the gate for me. And I went in and I joined the line. And uh, the selectors, there were two stages of selectors. The Nigerian officers, ASP inspectors, they came, did their inspection round. Of course, they didn't select me because I was looking so much like a schoolboy and they didn't like um, that kind of young person. But then the white officer, I still remember his name, Mr. Rolo. He came the second round and when he went his round, he came to my distance and he used his swagger cane to hit my chest, uh, my rather shoulders, and he asked me to come out. And the Nigerian officers protested, no, this man is a schoolboy. He's not, uh, he's, not, he's not old enough to join the force. Rolo says, says to them, he will grow up. Come out. That's how I joined the police and became a policeman. Then, we, you know, 
we were popularly known as Mr. Fixer. <laughs> yes, it, it is just rare in the police force then that you have one person in secret service and intelligence at the same time. How did it happen? At that time, no, I was still... When you enlist in the police force, whether as a constable or, or as a cadet, which I later was, you don't choose what you want to be. You trained like everybody else and you passed out and they posted you. It is whilst you are serving that um, your peculiar interests will be detected, I believe. They detect it and then they think that you are suitable for this or that. In those days, the brighter ones, they chose you for special branch or the CID. So it's from the other ranks uh, or inspectors that they move you out and say you will fit as um, a special branch uh, officer. You have uh, been quoted as uh, having written the DSS uh, workbook. Mm -hmm. Is that correct? Yes, yes, yes. The first person to ever do so. Uh, yeah, I like to pioneer things, yes. At a stage in your police career, you wanted to study law, but one or two people was preventing you from doing so because they thought you were such a useful talent to the police. It was an ambition that I had lost all my life, so getting the opportunity to go and study law was an exceptional fulfillment. Mm. You had a hand in the Dico affair, did you not? <laughs> Why would you ask me that? Eh? Somehow, yes. Somehow, yes. Because, I mean, you were in, in charge of intelligence at that stage. Somehow, yes. What do you mean, somehow, yes? Because these are, I don't know whether it's 30 years now since I left. These are protected um, pieces of um, service intelligence. And you are not allowed to discuss them until after 30 years. That involved an Israeli, didn't it? Involved what? An Israeli. Well, yes. They were the agents who the Nigerian authorities used to do the business. They are contractors. You pay them, they give you a service. But I didn't like it at all. I abhorred it, but I was relatively junior. I think I was an assistant director general. I mean, you didn't like the Omarodiko incident. And uh, so which other one did you think was, you know, acceptable to you as a police officer then? 
so many things. Um, the pioneering of uh, the Nigerian Intelligence Service, absolutely glorifying. Um, we didn't have a spy agency in this country. I was the pioneer to set up. Nigeria's number one spy. Yeah. I was the one to set up the NIA, it's called Nigerian Intelligence Agency. And uh, it meant a lot of hard work, but it also gave me a lot of joy because I'm the only Nigerian who has moved from security to intelligence and set up the intelligence service. So I have that extra flag on my chips. SSS, then NIE. Um, NIE is intelligence service. SSS was security service. So that's how I moved and became the first and so far only Nigerian to head the two organizations. How did it feel at that time, heading the two I was just enjoying myself. I really loved intelligence and security, but more of intelligence. What did you find more challenging? Security, obviously. Okay. Security. It couldn't have been as challenging as these times, is it? <laughs> no, because things have changed. The when politics you say things of things have changed. What politics exactly are you today, pointing at? Politics of today, I feel, uh, is pretty well complicated, not straightforward. There's too much parochialism in it. Um, there is political imprint built into it. In those days, I will say, one had more or less a free hand. A free hand. The military government is for everybody. So you went there and you're working for Nigeria. Not for a particular person or for a particular program that suits one particular person. No. I had a free hand. We did everything that would promote the national interests. What I find really amazing is you being the first Nigerian ever to head both the intelligence and secret service. It's never happened. At different times, yes. It has not happened. Not at least up till today. So I hold that record. And I hope it will stay there for some time before somebody will have that privilege again. It's a privilege. Pick a question, then read out. Zion King, why do you think the national security always came back to you when at a crossroads? <laughs> well then. I was no. talking about Mr. Fixer, and you did not want to answer that clearly. No. Now in your hands. 
No, uh, I guess I will pick another one. Well, you don't have a chance. Just pick one question. You have to pick the question and you have to answer the question. If I answer it the way it will suit me, Yes. It may not suit you. No, don't worry about that. Because I will just say that they don't always come back to me. I mean, since you left office, have they not sought your advice? Of course, they will, because I'm... Are they not coming back to you? Pioneer, but I don't have to disclose this to anybody. Okay. What is your opinion of Umpadek, which now became, you know, um, all sorts of developments? you know, regions mm. now. Umpadek was a great effort to pioneer, pursue, and establish development in the Niger Delta region, which everybody believed is a backward region mm -hmm. in the country. And it went very well on that direction. Um, produced a number of very viable programs and projects. But unknown to many, <laughs> unknown to many, Umpadek wasn't funded. Really? Up till Umpadek got dissolved by Bacha. I think it was a Bacha who dissolved yes. it. We had received four billion naira. That's all we had received. You were known to have recruited Jonathan yes, in Umpadek. Yes, I recruited him to work in Umpadek, where he did start his career, worked there. And Umpadek was not a political system, it was. Um, uh, it is an agency. Um, what did we do? We we were providing facilities for backward areas, developing communities, and so on and so forth. You actually were in the forefront of creating more local governments. Yes, I did initiate the creation of more local governments in river states and what is Bielsa state today. I yes. want you to remind me of the role you played mm -hmm. in the creation of the South-South Zone. It is uh, a combination of three France, Detroitic Nigerians from the South South who worked as a team to bring about the creation of uh, the South South region and then gave it this nomenclature South South. But it was Myself, I've not asked his permission, but I'm sure he will accept it. Solomon Asemota, SAN, 
and uh, Chief M.T. Akubo of blessed memory and assisted or supported also by the late Mike Ahibe. What was the purpose of trying to create a zone like that? I mean, how would it have improved things for you? The South-South is a major artery for entry and going out to Nigeria. That it did not have that recognition was a disservice, obviously. It was never recognized. It was sometimes um, brought on the southeast um, and so on and so forth. But we thought that this distinction must not elude the place because of its distinct nature. Do you think there is need for another state in the southeast? I would like people from the southeast to clamor for that. It's a fair issue, but it's not an issue that is mine. You are the Sikura of um, Kalabari. Kingdom. What does that mean to you? A lot. Because it is from home, my people, they appreciate me for what I am. And they give me that honor, which is the highest of the Calabari Kingdom. It means a lot to me. You have the advantage of a wife who has worked with you successfully for these many years. I mean, out of these, you have had seven children. And how many grandchildren? 20, 21. You are not sure. <laughs> there are so well, many. you're blessed with 20, 21 grandchildren. Yes. Oh, how yes. does it feel like on the Christmas day? Oh, you cannot imagine it. I feel like I'm out of this world. Wow. You said something to me just before we started this interview that you have never had one moment reason to quarrel or disagree with her all through your marriage. How is that possible? <laughs> Ask him. <laughs> I'm showing Can everybody. Can you tell me? I'm showing them example of how to live with a wife. Okay. In harmony. Because a lot of Nigerians perhaps don't quite believe it. But I regard the wife as an equal. I'm only the senior partner. So I'm not her boss. I don't dictate to her. But she has to obey me as her head, even though we're equal. Does she, she have a pet as... name for you? Yes. What's it? A pet name for me. Hossi, she calls me. Hossi? Hossi, yes, she calls me, yes. From Hossful? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> what are the five things you take with you on that trip to an island? I will not enjoy any trip if a family member, perhaps a grandchild, Okay, all right, so let's even say 
you allowed a grandchild, which one of them would you take along? Of all your grandchildren, there are 21 of them. Yes. Goodness, to pick one. I, to make sure that I'm fair to all, I'll take the most senior of um, my grandchildren. Okay, and then what other things would you take along with you? My telephone. Yes. Um, what else? My telephone. Do you like my, music a lot? Oh, I do, I do. What kind of music do you play in your quiet moments? Religious music. Chief Albert Hospital. Thank you. It's been such a wonderful pleasure having you on this program. Thank you, thank you. And Thank congratulations you. once again on your 80th birthday. Thank you very Merry much. Merry Christmas. Don't forget. Same to you. Same to you. I love that very much. My guest has been Chief Hospital. The one and only spy Nigeria ever had. <laughs> I am Manny. See you next time. The Chat is produced by Channels Television. You can watch it again online. Just visit our social media platforms, YouTube, Facebook.